0: Wow guys, it's the Dipped Podcast. We've just been killing it talking to so many amazing, cool, interesting people, and boy oh boy, do we have another special episode for you today, night, whenever you're listening to this. And we'll get right into it. First off, uh let's get some introductions. First, Yo- we got
1: Yo, it's your boy Kevin, aka Atticus Warhol, aka Lab the Rat, AKA, aka Flojo McDojo. <laughs>
2: We got so so cash money, so
0: the savage. And uh, you know who it is. It's your boy Q coming every single time we record these. since it's not every week anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, we got some two very special guests. Would you please introduce yourselves? Hi, uh, I'm Edmund. Sometimes I go by
3: Ed.
4: Okay. Oh,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Kyle. I'm um, Kyle. Most of the world knows me as Howdy Doody, but Ooh, nice. I'll, I'll take nice. I'll take Kyle off. Awesome. You know, that's fine.
0: Nice. dope. it's uh very nice to sit down with you guys. Thank you so much for letting us record in your beautiful triumph. would it be? Gym, or no, gym. gym yeah yeah Jim. Mm-hmm. yeah thank you so much for allowing us to record in your gym of course
5: uh, yeah shout out to uh chelsea and felipe for oh. yeah oh. this is not it's not my gym
0: work oh. Oh. yeah yeah, oh. yeah. Oh. yeah this Got is it. like yeah the,
3: this is just like the cultural spot the family spot. Yeah. yeah
0: family mm-hmm. that's so dope then yeah. thank you guys so much wow. so yeah. i like the coolest people on the planet so. i already i already feel yeah. it
2: that's so cool
0: how was uh how was your guys day today <laughs> <laughs> I just worked. I,
3: I work. I'm a high school teacher, so I just dealt with school all day, and then literally thinking about Open Mat since I woke up. So that's just all I did, and it was good. It was the best day. I've I ever. teach Jujitsu all day, so I'm also a teacher of sorts.
5: Damn. Yeah.
0: How was uh, how were classes today?
4: <laughs> <laughs> They're alright. They're okay.
5: They're okay today. Yeah. Um, proud of my students.
2: Nice. How is it teaching all day? Like what is that schedule like? Are you how many hours are you in the gym? Uh
5: today I had just a uh, 190 minute class and then usually I have a, a couple of private lessons. Oh, nice. Um and uh Yeah, it's fun. It's uh you know, it's better than working like a desk job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No offense, today. Shots too. I literally work a desk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the teacher yeah. with multiple desks. Yeah. So. yeah,
1: it's okay. Uh. You know. <laughs> I'll forgive you. Um, Someone's gonna get tapped
5: out later. Yeah, uh, that's probably me. No, games okay. It was okay. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it's a grind. Uh, you know, I'm driving around a lot. I teach at I think four to f- yeah, I teach at about five gyms right now. Yeah. So I'm going all over the place. Santa Ana. Huntington, and then uh, Costa Mesa, where we're at now, as so I teach here Sunday mornings, and then a couple, two, three times a week, I go to Little Tokyo to teach. Sweet. um
2: and um,
0: yeah, Little Tokyo. Yeah, shout yeah. out.
2: Anyone has? I'm curious. How did you guys get into this sport? You know, what, what's your, uh, yeah, how did everything start? Origin story? Your
5: origin yeah, story. Yeah. give us the yeah. origin this story. This better be good. Marvel's yeah. listening. Yeah. Radio, <laughs> radioactive
3: uh, jujitsu.
0: The Spider. biopic starts yeah. here. Yeah.
3: I'll let Kyle go first. There Ooh, you go. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, when I was younger, I was uh, I'd hurt my knee in high school, and uh, I gained, like, 100 pounds. Whoa. So I was, like, like hovering around the 300 mark. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was I was uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you never met me in that time. Oh, we've dude, been no rolling saying. together for a long time. But you only knew Skinny yeah. Cow. <laughs> um but yeah, so I was like big. And uh I was I probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for jujitsu. But uh my my best friend lived next door. You know Joe Murphy. Mm-hmm. Just pounding on my door every day. He's like, "Man, he you're was fat." <laughs> your <neighbor. No. laughs> yeah. yeah, we lived together for a long time, but before before that, he was my next door neighbor. I'm to get
5: to know Kyle, <laughs> right? <Yeah.
3: laughs> and he, so he would just he would be cutting weight for his fights, mm. you know, and I'm sitting there eating Del Taco next door, <laughs> and he would just pound on my doors. You're fat. <laughs> Train. I was like, "No, man." And then one day, I finally said, "Fuck it, let's try it." Um, sorry. Um, no, you can yeah. curse, yeah. It's
0: it's it's okay. All right. All right. Yeah, right yeah. Perfect. Um, <laughs>
3: But yeah, so then I, I like lasted the f- two seconds, you know, and uh, the next day was, I lasted a couple minutes yeah. and the next day and then the next day. And uh, over <laughs> two months, I lost like 90 pounds. Wow. wow. Yeah. It was, I was addicted from as soon as I started, I was addicted.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. What was that? What did it for you when you first tried it? Because even getting out of the house to do it the first time is like a lot of people will just not go outside or do it but then you being open-minded enough to go out and try it. What about that experience? Like, I, guess I, think, for you?
3: I think doing it with friends, mm. you know, like it's really hard to just go to a gym and you've never met anybody and you're, you know, you're super insecure. You're like, you want to fight me yeah. you know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But like when you have a friend that's like, Hey, let's go do jujitsu together. I, you know, and they're a higher belt. They kind of know what they're doing. They can give you that, yeah. that in kind of thing, you know? So yeah. I think, I think doing that was a, easy transition to doing it and then finding the the right spot, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've, I've trained all kind of like Edmund, I've trained everywhere. And when I found this spot, my heart like kind of got a little bit faster, you know? So I think finding the good spot, finding people that you like being around. And I think that's kind of what draws people in.
2: So different gyms have different energies. Oh my
3: God. Yes. It's almost like crystal.
5: Well, like, uh, (laughs) Like if you guys ever work for different bosses, right? They mm. set the culture. Mm. Mm. Um, and so usually uh, the gym owners will set the culture. Mm. And, uh, you know, Felipe is definitely one of a kind. It's too bad he couldn't be here tonight. Yeah, uh, He's such a character. Yeah.
2: You can always come back. <laughs> yeah, we'll get
0: you okay. next time, Felipe. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. So then from there, you just continued on. So you'd say high school and you're doing it that consistently?
3: No. So I, I didn't. I gained a bunch of weight from high school to like 22 Mm -hmm. and then I started at 22 yeah and then from there it was like now I do boxing and Muay Thai and try and do some MMA but it's uh without it I probably would be dead so like even during COVID I was lost you know so
2: we're happy you're here no thank you yeah and it's nice talking to you and getting to know you more absolutely oh man
3: respect
0: Ed, what about you? What was your st- origin story, the start?
5: Um, I went to uh, from seventh to twelfth grade. I was at Orange County High School of the Arts. They got rid of the H because seventh uh, grade is not technically high school. Mm. Um, and we had a, uh, uh, they, they offered taekwondo um, as a PE cl- course. Uh, and it was either that or some type of a dance. And so I tried tap dance oh, um, for my nice. class. It's
1: good yeah. for footwork. Yeah. It only took yeah. one time. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and uh, I got over it pretty quick. <laughs> uh, I don't, nothing against tap dance. It was just the room was very stuffy. Yeah. And uh, uh.
4: huh, <laughs>
5: and I didn't feel like I had that energy to <laughs> Yeah. to touch. Yeah. So then I started, I did, uh, I tried Taekwondo. I'm like, oh, I'm Korean. I might as well do that. Yeah. And then, um, I just started taking a liking to martial arts Mm. and, uh, I got really nerdy about it. I started learning about, um, Kung Fu, Wing Chun, Judo, and I just got really curious and that curiosity led me to, um, uh, this was like when YouTube started getting Mm. more popular Mm. and then, uh, then I think I was just looking up Taekwondo videos and then just the algorithm, started suggesting like um, like clips of like jujitsu i think also around the time uh this was when um hoist gracie and matt hughes were gonna mm. fight do you remember <sighs> yeah yeah absolutely so i think uh the ufc was uh putting out um uh promotions for for that fight and that's when i started to learn about hoist gracie mm. and seeing how he uh, there was something about the way he neutralized his opponents just uh, really caught my eye mm-hmm. um, so it had been on my radar for about a couple of years and then I think around sophomore year I decided to uh, look for a gym nearby and uh, yeah I, 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 start, I was only like 14 when I started yeah. um, and there was no kids class and so it was just me and Training with a bunch of adults, and then I was getting uh, like beat up pretty yeah, bad. Just yeah, just thrown
0: around. I could imagine. Yeah, best way to learn, though.
5: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So uh, I almost, yeah, I almost quit actually. Uh, until like I finally, there was like a smaller dude who was there, and then I finally got him in an arm bar. I'm oh, going, Holy nice. shit! I can, I can, I can, I can do it. Mm. And then ever since then, I never looked back, and I just always kept jiu-jitsu
1: around and so um
4: yeah
2: could you imagine how your life would have been if you quit in that moment
1: mm. yeah you would be a world-class tap dancer yeah, yeah it's <laughs> like yeah. just like the tangent you're like this taekwondo uh dojo is too stuffy let me go to tap. oh
5: yeah 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 you know? if they had air
1: conditioning that day <laughs> I, that <laughs> alternative the, 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 the timeline yeah. yeah the tap dance instructor oh. dude then you would have gotten to like choreo and hip-hop and modern Mm -hmm. and just like the alternative route but i do like how you talked about how you kind of dabbled and kind of had interest in all these different martial arts Mm because when you because correct me if i'm wrong you also said that you're a black belt in kendo Mm
4: -hmm.
1: right yeah where did did that come before
5: after that was after um so i did taekwondo and then uh then i did kendo for a little bit and then I quit kendo so I can start going to more jujitsu classes, mm-hmm. Um but I did kendo for about at least three, four years. Yeah, I started in like eighth grade. I was watching uh Kenshin a lot. You mm-hmm. know Kenshin?
1: You on Kenshin? Yeah. Yeah.
5: So um Bato Sai. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And what's the difference for those that don't know? <laughs> kendo? Between yeah, these different styles. Okay,
5: so Taekwondo is more like um Uh, the rules in Taekwondo as a sport are much different than Jiu-Jitsu in that it's a lot of kicking. Um, So it's like a point scoring type of uh, martial art. And then uh, Kendo can be described as like Japanese fencing. So if you guys have ever seen, Uh, yeah, they wear the headgear uh and then the like the mitts. Um, And uh, it was pretty fun. Um, But there's just something different about like um, grappling. I don't know what it is. It's just like you're just
3: strangling somebody
2: <laughs> <It> feels <laughs> kind of nice very personal yeah do you think you feel like more present like when you're grappling you know like mm-hmm. is it something like you're so in the moment there's someone else that's like react like so reactive with you
5: yeah i think uh because you're in such close contact you know like you're just literally like you're just kind of all tangled up mm-hmm. that you get a r- real sense of um oh. Um, like I, I, feel like you can kind of tell like what a person's thinking as, uh, you know, they're 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 moving around um, much more than, uh, you know, if you were doing any type of striking because sometimes it's striking it gets scary, um, right. where you, you know you kind of close your eye. But for you know, for jujitsu, it's just um, um, definitely like a much more. I don't want to say intimate, but, yeah, it is like a much more intimate, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs>
4: Exchange.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, you, like, I was noticing mm-hmm. you guys when you were on Open Mat, yeah, uh-huh. um, you kind of had moments where you could, like, wipe your brow and think, like, yeah. what's your next move? Uh-huh. I feel like in a stand-up striking um, martial arts, it's more reaction-based. and st- It's
5: much more kinetic, yeah, yeah.
1: for sure. Um yeah, the, the cool
5: thing about jiu Jitsu is that you can use uh, strategy to help equalize some of the attributes you might be lacking mm. in a relative to your opponent. Mm. Um, so it's something that you can still do relatively successfully until like you're, you know,, you um, know, well past your prime. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, whereas like with striking, you know, you can only get hit in the head so many mm-hmm. times before you start, you know, slurring and, you know, and all that. And I wanted to actually, uh, wanted, I was, um, I was aspiring to be a MMA fighter, uh, oh. when I started jiu And then it wasn't until I started experiencing, like, a lot of head trauma that Indeed. it started
3: making, yeah. Everybody wants to be an MMA fighter, so you get your bell rung the first time and you, and you oh, they can get yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not, uh, it's not fun.
0: Yeah, how was that? process for you too like have have you done or so in those cases like does most of the training you guys do here or when you're sparring it's like pretty much a lot of grappling there's not really striking like that have you done like MMA or kind of gone in more of that route
5: um yeah well in the beginning uh when I was a kid I did a couple of tournaments uh like at like amateur MMA tournaments mm-hmm. uh, at the time, it's it was called like Pancration. Pancration, yeah. Pancreation.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. No head strikes, uh, no head body. strikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still like hit it full. You know, it's still full contact. I would um, much rather get hit in the head than the body. Yeah. Oh, Are you kidding me? Oh yeah. Oh, a liver shot. Can you, uh, can you can you tell us a little more about that? I, guess? <laughs> I mean, like if you've never been hit in the liver by someone, it's excruciating. So I would much rather take one in the chin than someone just dig in or yeah. liver kick, or you throw that right cross and that boom right in the gut. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the worst. Takes you out. So anybody that says body shots don't hurt is they're lying. <sighs> I promise
0: you. What's the best defense for that? Just flex. You just flex. Well, your yeah, that's why when
3: you when you do a lot of striking, you hear them like because mm-hmm. it tightens up your abs when you throw your punch. So it's like a little bit of defense that they do slip through.
1: There you see. So then, when you're when you were experiencing that, Ed, you were like, "Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to like you know pursue that route of like." Um. Yeah. Like I think,
5: uh, you know, when I was doing the most MMA training at the time, like I was just feeling off. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the words weren't coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, like quite as fast as I'd like them to, and. Um and uh yeah and then i think at the time like cte was starting to uh become like much more like people were becoming more aware of cte because of like the nfl and all that and then also i think just uh you know where i trained mma uh i got to hang around with a lot of people who've been in the industry Mm -hmm. for a while and you know it just there it just it's it's kind of it's dark yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not to knock on anyone who's you know um chasing their dreams of becoming an m m a fighter but you know i think uh you know this is this is like a profession that you can't just casually walk into you need to you know sit down and really consider uh the sacrifices you're gonna be making in order to uh you know even have a shot at being successful and uh, yeah it's a it's a rough It's a rough, uh... It's a rough business, yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting. What was that first major hit that you got that made you begin to reconsider? Do you remember? Was it, like, a particular, Uh, like, bout where... I don't know. uh, Or after, you were like, fuck.
5: I think my most severe concussion was actually at a jiu-jitsu tournament. Mm. Um, I had been suplexed. Um, Like, so that's where somebody... They get around you, mm. and then they grab you by the waist, and then uh, they throw you overhead. And I had never been suplexed before, so... Uh, Not that, Yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of like, where's the ground? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> next thing I know, I looked up, but when I looked up, it was actually oh, down. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, I was, like, unconscious for, like, a split second um, and just... Yeah, for, like, a couple months, like, just my head just didn't feel right. Like, it just, I had headaches, and, mm. uh, and, uh, yeah, and I had, actually, I'd hurt uh, hurt my eye, too. So, when he had slammed me, his elbow also dug into my eye. Oh. Uh, so, it tore my retina, and uh, it, it caused some nerve damage, too. So, to this day, if when I look left, um, my, well, my left eye doesn't track, so it, it actually slightly double. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I think that just started to make me consider about, like, I think because when you're young, you think you're invincible, Mm -hmm. right? Like, everything feels good, like, you're not, you know, in pain, and so that was, like, one of my first introductions to, like, experiencing something that just reminds you of how fragile you actually are, and, Mm -hmm. um... And uh, you know, I felt kind of confused about like how to, you know, because I thought, oh, like am I just kind of being a wuss, you know? Mm. Uh, but I think looking back, uh, I don't know. I feel I'm at, I'm, at, I'm more at peace now with like not having pursued that yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that route. Yeah. But jujitsu is still pretty rough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you got suplexed.
5: I got suplexed, you know, I've torn, I've torn both my ACLs know, I've had elbow surgery, um, hands, hands, your hands hands, hurt. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of finger injuries. Uh, so it's still pretty rough. Um, but you know, but you only have one brain. And so, you know, I didn't want to be in my later years and, you know, just not being quite all there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so,
2: how did how did you like keep coming back to the to these sports like after those injuries like, it's just your love for the sport hmm. that you know like I feel like you know some of those injuries yeah. would be like some people might second guess you know like um
5: consider. you know I I sometimes I joke that jujitsu's like an. An abusive boyfriend. <laughs> you know? I love yeah. him, and he can change. He, you know, um, he swears he loves me. <laughs> yeah. Then why is he breaking your ACL? Yeah. 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 Um, and so I still
3: sometimes I wonder, like, why do I keep coming
4: back to yeah. this? Like, especially
5: you
3: know. after like a, you walk in thinking you're all good, and then yeah. someone beats your ass, and you're like, I
4: don't want to do this anymore. Yeah.
3: yeah. And then the rest of the night you're like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Um. yeah, I, I'm still kind of
5: trying to figure that out.
0: <laughs> is, it, is it just like the fun? Like, is it maybe... It's
2: so maybe unpredictable.
0: Maybe fun isn't the exact word, but like, because I feel like there's some things where mm-hmm. that barrier to entry may like dissuade a lot of people, but mm-hmm. when you're actually doing it, it's like, I don't know, you've seen the videos where people are like, hang gliding through the mountains and they're just like "Woo!" And mm. that's like what they love to do and i
5: think uh it changes as i get older mm. um you know I, I was never really into like reading a ton of books and so um you know i really wanted to avoid like i mean after my undergrad i was just like i'm, I'm done like i'm i like,
4: never reading again yeah i can't read any <laughs>
5: more articles i don't want to write any more papers um you know but i think just um not just i think you know there's a little bit of pressure being asian but i think just in general like you want to grow up to be successful mm-hmm. and um you know for a while i thought like oh, okay like i'll be the uf next ufc champion mm-hmm. And then when I decided, like, oh, maybe I'm not so sure about it, I'll be the next jiu-jitsu world champion. And now I'm 32, and, you know, like, I don't know how much of a chance I have at actually being a world champion in jiu-jitsu. And so that wasn't, you know, um, interesting phase in my life. But, um, and so, you know, lately I've just been kind of focusing on um, um, just having fun with jiu-jitsu because there's... A problem solving aspect to it. Um, and you're using, um, you know, you're, you're using your body and solving problems at the same time. And so, um, you know, it's, it's a way to stay in shape, um, which, you know, I think it's kind of hard for people as, as they age and, um, and then also, uh, um, there's definitely like a social aspect to it. There's not a lot of, um, activities or sports in my opinion, where, if i decided to go to mexico you know or some other country and then there's a gym there's a gym like a local gym and i can just drop by you know do a class uh roll with some people and then you know it's just like you've you've you start you know you're you're wrestling a complete stranger you're all up
3: in each other's space you might as well just uh you know be friendly afterwards yeah uh, or how many times have you been to like a country where they don't even speak English, mm-hmm. but you have that communication yeah. with jujitsu because you just you kind of know and you don't mm-hmm. you don't have to talk and you're communicating. You know? Oh, uh, for me was Korea was the first
5: uh, first one for me. I mean, my Korean's uh, like I don't. It's not that I don't speak Korean, but it's not like super fluent. Um, but the first time I had gone to Korea on my own. Um, I had a friend who I met out here who, um, uh, who invited me to come out. Um, and so after I graduated from, uh, undergrad, um, I decided, uh, to just like, fuck it, I- I'll go. And then, um, and I think what was interesting for me was I didn't really feel very close to, uh, um, Korean culture. Cause growing up, you know, my english or uh, my english my korean wasn't too good um you know i stopped going to church at a pretty early age and um you know i got shamed a lot for not uh being able to speak korean um too well um or being like an overachieving student and so you know in a lot of ways i felt like rejected by you know this group that was supposed to be my people you know Mm -hmm. Um, and then also living at home, you know, there was a lot of issues, uh, with my family. Um, so I just, there wasn't like, I didn't really feel very close to, um, you know, the Korean culture or with other Korean people. Um, but then when I had gone to Korea, um, uh, and I started training at some of the gyms out there, um, you know, I remember the first time I went to go train and. Uh, everyone's taping their fingers getting ready warming up and you can tell like they're kind of side-eyeing me you yeah. know just like sizing just, me up yeah, it's like yeah. you know because like oh he's he's korean but he's not quite one of us mm-hmm. you know and also his uh he's you know he's done all his jiu-jitsu in america so we, they want to see how that's the like, american jiu yeah. stacks up to the korean jiu-jitsu um but then after we train then all of a sudden they're like whoa, like yeah. yo like let me take you out to dinner or, cool. like yeah, and then I got to experience uh Korea just from a whole different like um you know uh, ang- uh angle and so um and so that's when I that was like one of those most magical um periods in my life. Uh I felt where I felt like wow, traveling's like really cool mm. and uh and jiu is really cool and um you know and uh and then afterwards um you know, I've trained jujitsu in other countries, in Kazakhstan and and in Mexico and in um, in Taiwan, and it's just the same thing. Like you just go to these gyms, and uh, you know, someone will speak a little bit of English, mm-hmm. you know, just enough for you guys to to communicate. But um, you know, but just having have that like it's like a language, yeah. It's jujitsu yeah, really is yeah. I I, I often compare jujitsu uh, to like like learning a language where you're having to like listen mm-hmm. to what your uh partner saying mm-hmm. and then you come up with a response mm-hmm. right um which is interesting because i feel like a lot of people just kind of wait for the other person to stop talking mm-hmm. so that they you know um and that's a lot a lot of like i feel how people approach their jujitsu too you know like they're just kind of oh here's a move that i want to try that i saw like on instagram and
1: then um Pretty interesting yeah yeah um <laughs> being that we're using the analogy of jujitsu mm. like a language mm-hmm. um do other countries have like a different nuanced style mm. like like almost like an accent when you speak english you know some kind of like um like in kazakhstan or like korea is there a certain thing they're Systematic. better at or they're good because a lot of jiu-jitsu stems from brazilian jiu yeah crack, mm-hmm. right so then i was just curious is like you know do they have Mm. Are they more about little they Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's actually know. a really good question. Yeah.
5: Yeah, you know, actually, uh, in Korea, um, there's a term called Han. It's like this, like, K or K-rage.
1: K, oh,
5: K-rage. Yeah. And uh, when I trained with people out in Korea, I can feel the K-rage. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it gets you for that sure. That little, that little err yeah. yeah.
0: in them, that dog mm-hmm. in them. They're like charging yeah. up. Like,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whether it's an older guy who just you know they're you know they're um, Mm -hmm. they're always mad about something (laughs) about something, or if it's like someone who's younger who you know Korea is a very intense society Mm -hmm. you know when you're young just like in Japan uh, you're having to spend all your waking hours getting ready for all these entrance exams you know and so if you're a young person who's foregoing that path and then going into jujitsu, then now you're going to take that same energy and then putting it mm-hmm. into uh um uh, into jiu so um yeah i'd be interested to like see what jiu is like in like more relaxed areas like hawaii you mm-hmm. uh, know like, like j-pen yeah it's like you know, a different style yeah um, I have a friend, uh, Chris Gutierrez. Uh, he's the owner of Condicoma, and he's an islander guy. Uh, he's from Guam, and uh, and I feel like, you know, when I'm training, there, there is definitely, like, just, like, an island. You know, I don't know if it's yeah. just in my head. It's like,
1: like a piece. Because they always say, like, um, like, when you go to Hawaii, like, they drive slower, they mm-hmm. take their time. Yeah. They eat, like, and enjoy their food. I'm just curious if, like... You know, it being a martial arts, mm-hmm. it's very significant of the culture of the people that they take, you know, their time in terms of like, you know, maneuvering in jujitsu and then oh like, yeah, you know, translates. Um,
5: if you start jujitsu, what you'll find is that, uh, you know, people have different styles and different temperaments, mm. um, you know, especially like when you train with like younger guys who are you know they have hopes of maybe becoming world champion Mm -hmm. themselves you know and then everything's about like oh my dreams you know and so um you know they just roll very intensely or or some people just have a you know a chip on their shoulder and they're just looking to like
0: get it out
5: yeah um and then there's people who are just very thoughtful you know and you can tell that they put a lot of thought into you know their their game and so again it's just like you're running into people with, like, different accents and different, you know, just uh,
0: uh, just different styles. Do you <laughs> think that they're, the way they move when they're practicing jiu-jitsu, is it uh, a lens into, like, a true version of themselves? Or do you think mm. that's just, like, an aspect of, like, who they are? Like, so maybe they're this way, but then when they roll, they have a crazy high intensity or something that you notice. Like, do you think that that's, like, a a tell of i don't know Mm. some truth to them or everyone it just i think to a degree um you know
5: i think uh for some people as soon as they start trading it's like that fight or flight response kicks Mm. in and sometimes uh sometimes people are not aware of like that they can hurt others Mm -hmm. um and so even though this is a sport where you're learning to hurt other people Mm -hmm. um I think there's a fine line between, um, uh, you know, because some people when they execute their techniques, they do it a little bit clumsily, you know, like you mm-hmm. getting hit in the face maybe, and you know, and sometimes uh, that's okay, you know, it, it shit happens, but, um, um, but, you know, like, I, like if you guys ever go to the gym, or like let's say you go to Costco, <laughs> um, and there's just people who are just not aware of their space. Oh. Yeah. And then you just think that, oh, this is an ath-. no, they're mm. just kind of-
0: yeah. Good majority yeah, of Yeah,
5: <laughs> they're just kind of oblivious. And yeah. so that's one thing I definitely learned as I gotten older is like, oh, maybe they're not, you know, like try not to attribute certain things to malice, mm. you know, um, and mm. rather like, it's just maybe they're
3: unaware. Um,
2: it's interesting. Do you yeah. think that like, the people who are more aware of themselves on the, on the mat are probably more self-aware outside of the sport, too.
3: 100%. Mm. I think so. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay.
5: I think that's where we agreed to mm. disagree then. Because <laughs> there's guys who are really good at jiu-jitsu, mm. but they're also, like, the biggest assholes. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah.
3: Oh. This is also very you know? so true. What, so so what if
0: they know they're an asshole and they love it? Yeah. They're
3: self-aware.
5: So <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. They're okay with it. So maybe, yeah, maybe they're okay with yeah. it. So um, but I think it's a mistake to think that just because you're a black belt in jujitsu jitsu that, like, you have these characters, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. <laughs> how is that dealing with, like, big personalities in the gym? Because I understand, too, you're, like, an instructor teacher. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just how is it dealing with, like...
2: <laughs> Different energies. Yeah, uh... yeah. let see.
0: Give me a chip on their shoulders.
2: Or people who like need mm. the attention, you know. Or does I, it? The, the I dance.
3: feel like the jujitsu is like the humbler, mm. so you can uh-huh. have all of the ego you want and be the big name and be the yeah. I, 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 I do the UFC or whatever, you know. And then you come in here and then the mats don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, it's going to happen to you. So,
0: a great
1: equalizer. Yeah, yeah. it's like an equalizer, yeah. I guess. Because technically, if someone submits you, they could. Choke you out and then just kill you. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're you're dead when yeah. you tap out. You're just. We're surviving. just practicing murder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, like, so, correct me if I'm wrong, but going through iterations while learning that, coming up in like you know the the um learning curve of like belts and stuff like that really puts you in your place.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can't sense.
1: strike. You can't do that because um when I was training like Muay Thai, like there'd be people throwing wild punches. wild kicks just trying to hurt you and tell you get a good teep in the stomach and then you're like maybe i won't throw that anymore (laughs) i was like oh is that what you had for lunch yeah (laughs) what's what's going on but yeah like i I really like the. can you explain more about like just like the the equalizer aspect of it Mm. you know like when you guys receive that or when you apply that yourself
3: i mean like the best way to describe it is when that person comes in and they go oh you know when I see red, bodies hit the floor, you know, it's their first time coming in. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, perfect, yeah, sign a waiver, please. <laughs> and that person lasts two seconds mm-hmm. before they get tapped seven times, you know? Or even then, you get the, the UFC fighters that are super good at jujitsu already, but they seek out people that are better than them mm-hmm. because it's, that's how you get better, you yeah. know? So it's like, there's always gonna be someone better. There's layers, mm-hmm. layers. There's always just another layer behind that's gonna be so much better.
0: How long did it take for you to start feeling comfortable on the map? Mm. Or like, I still don't. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's always on fire. Mm.
5: Yeah. Yeah. What he said, mm. you know, just, mm. uh, you know, this is something that you never, um, you know, like in calculus, there's like an asymptote where like mm-hmm. it approaches zero, yeah. but never quite. Yeah, and doesn't that's doesn't what jujitsu is, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're, always striving to perfect it but you'll never reach Mm. perfection because um you know there's always going to be someone else who's like younger stronger studies you know and um and uh you know there's just so many variables that you know that your brain can process at a time um and so i think the key is just you know it's just like in life right like you never know What's gonna come your way, mm-hmm. right? But I think if you just expect that there will be hard times, then the resistance to the hard times, you know, mm-hmm. um, kind of. Um, sometimes I describe it as like trying to fall asleep. Like the, the harder you try, the mm-hmm. more it, it'll evade you, right? You just kind of have to just mm-hmm. let it happen. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, and I would say that I'm at my most comfortable when you're just letting jujitsu happen. Um, but when someone's really good, that's really hard because you're just having to, uh, you know, you're trying to be alert about, you know, mm-hmm. um, to keep intentional. Up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, it's just it's like um, I thought I was going to say something profound. But I was I just gonna, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do
0: you feel like the sports <laughs> made you more accepting, like outside of the mat as well?
3: I mean nothing's really that bad mm. once you've been almost murdered Yeah, so, <laughs> you know like I, I love doing the 6am classes here and then I go straight to school after that because then it's like parents yell at you yeah. kids yeah. didn't do their homework and I'm like okay it's yeah. <laughs> cool someone tried to choke me earlier so yeah. you do, you're not doing your homework isn't really that bad in the grand scheme yeah. of things <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. so I, I feel like it it definitely translates to the outside world kind of yeah. sort of but
2: it's like a grounding exercise one
3: thousand percent yeah
2: it's interesting
3: i think
5: it's just because you're both you know like when you guys are sparring it's two individuals imposing adversity Mm -hmm. upon one another and so you do get a glimpse of how they handle adversity right at least uh like an emotionally on an emotional basis um so some people tend to panic some people you know they learn to just kind of regulate their breathing um and uh yeah i mean because you have to kind of figure out like your your pace as well if you try too hard too fast you know um you know you're gonna burn out Mm -hmm. and then if you don't try hard enough you're gonna Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna get run over so you have to find that kind of Mm -hmm. happy medium and so it's just kind of like a flame where you're just uh trying to manage you know just like if you were like a train conductor and then you're just making sure Mm -hmm. that you know i have a lot of weird um
2: no, I like them. they're great,
1: yeah. it's holding up community. what you're putting down. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. right. Like if the fire on the trains, too, you know,
1: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have like, like n- shoveling coal. Right?
5: Yeah, I've never you know? shoveled coal <laughs> <on the> train <laughs> before, but yeah, you imagine be sure? a, yeah.
1: you're, you're like, um, yeah, you're getting fuel or like a hot air balloon. Yeah. Not
5: that I've ever been in a because
1: I've, s- I've seen like like uh, like even when like you were rolling earlier, it's like you have your moments where it's very fast. You're thinking and reacting really quickly, but then there's other times where you slow down. Right, and I see like you—it's more positioning and posturing, you know. So like, um, perfect example is like I play like fighting games. You mm-hmm. can rush down an opponent, but at some point in time, they're gonna do like Shoryuken sure or something like that, yeah. and get you off of them, yeah. right? But then you kind of—if you pace it out—you can like bait them into, you know, a, a strategy where they make a mistake, right? And then you capitalize at that point in time, you know, with uh, either like a choke or like kind of um, a, a maneuver that is advantageous right you know like bumping over to side control or bounty or something like
5: that yeah I, I try to explain to people that jujitsu is a you know a game of exact change mm. where more doesn't always mean better mm. right um so if anyone's ever familiar with like um like judo um you know if you throw your po- or actually in jujitsu if you throw your opponent too hard sometimes you the momentum carries you so that you, you end up on bottom. Mm, yeah. Right. And, um, and so, um, yeah. And so that's why, you know, when I'm training, like I just try to use just what's needed mm. and, you know, you're just constantly, um, you know, weeding out what you don't need. And I think that's, I believe that's where like the metaphor, the bonsai tree, um, Uh-oh. kind of applies. Right. I don't know. That's how I would Uh-oh. interpret it. Where like the tree's kind of growing, but then you yeah, as manicured. like the, you're, yeah, you're manicuring the, yeah. the tree to kind of, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um, so in a way you're like a, like a gardener yeah. where you're just kind of letting yeah. it flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then and then you down. just kind of tend to it, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. almost definitely. It's like, um, it's kind of like also like jazz. It's not about the notes you play, it's about the notes you don't play. Mm. And then you're also using as much power that is needed I'm thinking of uh, Anchorman when uh-huh. he plays the flute. Oh, he's just like, he's like yeah, I was, flute. I was, I was not even prepared for yeah. that. <laughs> he's just like, uh, he's just kind of like uh, going at it. But uh, yeah, like so the idea is that um, you, you you show restraint. You know, you're not fully kind of um, using all of your power, but what's needed, so you don't right kind of uh, tumble over. You know, that's so interesting. Like
0: because uh, you were talking earlier about. Uh, just feeling someone's reaction as mm-hmm. you're rolling with them. How Can you describe that experience of, because at the same time, while you're feeling their reaction or sensing when they're panicking mm-hmm. or sensing like, oh, they panicked for like five seconds, but then they capture their breathing and stuff, all at the same time, you're thinking of how to move and grapple them. Mm-hmm. How is that kind of parallel processing of reading your opponent while also thinking of like the next move? Mm. Um, well, I feel like,
3: as a black belt, someone who's been doing it for a while, I try to create those reactions, Mm. you know? So it's like, if you can pin their head one way, Mm. you, they only have one way to go. Mm. So it's like, I'm setting you up to just like cut all your reactions in half. And then I go, okay, he can only go that way. So now I know he's can do this, this, and this, and then I can cut out that. And now he can only do this and this. And then you, you're slowly narrowing it down. So it does feel like it's chaos, but you're kind of like, Hedging your bets is that limiting option? Yeah, mm. so you're just making sure that you're taking a hundred percent of their jujitsu and focusing it down to ten percent of their jujitsu. Wow, and then before you know it, they're just like, Okay, I'm gonna try a bridge now, and then their arms behind their back, mm-hmm. and you're like, Okay, cool, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, or I was gonna say it's kind of like chess,
3: yeah, kind of sort of, no you way. know, you can bait them, pull their players out, yeah. but you know what you're doing, and yeah. they don't kind of thing. Here um i think just
5: uh i think just also just having a lot of experience uh you know again it's just like a a language where you know we've never had this conversation before but we've had many conversations before this where you know we're equipped enough to just have a you know conversation in 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 the first place yeah right um and so for me i've been doing jujitsu for i think at least 18 years now um and so there's only so many ways you can get beat up Mm -hmm. in 18 years and so you know you just kind of learn to um identify certain habits that might not be working in your favor and learning how to weed those out um just like when you get older and you start to learn like to avoid certain people who have just kind of like that Mm -hmm. negative energy Mm -hmm. or you know or just not conducive to um you know, helping you achieve your goals and the directions you want to head in life. Um, you know, in jujitsu, there's only so many ways you can fold each other mm-hmm. and you know beat each other up and get beaten up that you start to get a sense of like, okay, um, let's not let him get this grip. Let's not, you know. And then, um, yeah.
0: You know, when you're in a bad spot, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to even mm-hmm. put in it, you're like, oh, I'm in good. danger. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Is there a thrill when you like? have a good like competitor you know mm. like or is it always like is it not a thrill like you ever just get like a really good fight or like it's feels you know equal or, or
0: it's a thrill and you're dominating
2: mm. <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> uh go please uh i think like
5: it depends on who it is that you're training with um like, especially when you're competing and your opponent is, like, a very high-level opponent, uh, emotionally, it gets hard not to have those roller coasters. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Do I even know jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at him. He's Brazilian.
4: Like he's, <laughs> you yeah. See his ears? Oh, oh, oh. He's he's got, got, his
5: ears oh, oh. have
3: cauliflower.
5: Ears got, and yeah. the cauliflower has yeah. the cauliflower. <laughs> and he's got six last names. <laughs> I don't know, Brazilians got this thing where they just... <laughs> the oh, it keeps, <laughs> yeah. longer longer. it keeps getting
3: longer and longer. It getting longer and longer, yeah.
2: <laughs> More intimidating the longer yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah.
3: But then when you say hi to them, they only list the two names. And mm-hmm. then as soon as they step on the mat, it's like, De Souza, uh, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. Fogelin, blah, blah, blah. Like It yeah. just keeps going on forever and, and you ever. see them warming up, you know,
5: and getting in the mind, and you're just like, oh,
3: fuck. That guy's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> Um,
5: and then but then once you step on the mat and then uh you start going like oftentimes you start to find like okay it's not too bad right Mm -hmm. and then sometimes it is really bad like (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) like this guy's really good you know um but i think sometimes even when it sucks you know you come back and it's like you're kind of you're like hardened Mm -hmm. you know it's just like man um like I had, a, I faced the scary situation and now these other situations are uh, not as scary. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And then sometimes you win and you surprise yourself mm. and it is very thrilling to know that like, wow, like I, I didn't know that I was, mm. I had that in me. Um, and uh, yeah, but I think the most thrill I get is like when I go to an open mat and I see a guy I don't know and I mm. just think like, he, I think this guy would be an asshole driver.
4: Oh. Yeah.
5: <laughs> he cut me off earlier. Yeah. So all that, all that. Uh, I try to be zen out on the road, yeah. but then I put it all in a jar, and then I just think like, okay. And then yeah. you pin,
3: you pin it on people. Yeah, he probably night. doesn't use his blinker,
5: so I'm yeah, And <laughs> then just I'm the one who knocks. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, so good. Good.
1: Yeah. Um, Can <laughs> you guys like describe a situation where you were? Like in a challenging moment that you overcame, you know, like in in the midst of a of, a, a bout or something like that, uh, you surprised yourself.
5: Um, for me, it was definitely at Blue Belt. Uh, I was just entering into the adult division because um, I and uh, and this was like one of my first tournaments at the adult level like because before i was competing at juvenile and at teens um and then one of my opponents just had he was just shredded (laughs) and uh and then i you know i was like terrified and uh you know and i wasn't sure i was gonna win even during the match and then he started fading yeah and i can't remember if i submit but i know i won and then i i and then that was like the one time i cried after a match because like holy shit like i you know um, yeah, because look at me. I'm just like this, you know, kind of. I don't look very intimidating, you know?
0: I don't know. I uh, saw you with your shirt up earlier. Yeah. <laughs> off. I, was like, oh, hey, I was like, this dude's buff. Well, I think, you know, well, and they,
5: um, I mean, uh, at the time, I'd only been doing jujitsu for so long. Most of the time, I'm just like drawing and, yeah. you know, watching anime. Like, I'm, you know, I don't come from like a hard background, mm-hmm. like um, you know, and. Uh, you know, this dude had his head shaved, like, he had pecs, like, just, I don't
4: you know. You look like, mean. Yeah, you yeah, look yeah, mean. You look
5: mean. Uh-huh. You just
3: look scary. You automatically, <laughs> you're just like, oh Yeah. 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 I yeah. fought those guys <laughs> before. <Yeah. laughs> <and> it's not. <laughs>
5: Felipe's one of those guys. Oh. oh, dang.
3: Yeah, he's an interesting guy.
5: And, like, if I didn't know Felipe mm. and I saw him, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> that guy's just, murdered some me. Yeah. Walk across the
2: street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I would definitely oh.
5: walk across the <laughs> street. <so, laughs> yeah. But he's super. He's a sweetheart. Nice. Yeah.
2: What about you? Any experience for you?
3: Um, Well, I I mean, for me, I haven't done, like, crazy stuff like him, like, going all over the world. But for me, going to ADCC last year and doing the trials was big, Uh even though, like, the percentage was small. But I went in thinking that I was going to be able to, you know, go far in it and uh, drew a really good guy first round. But I, I didn't get scared. I shook his hand, and I was just like, just fucking do this, you know.
4: Nice.
3: And I, I, I'm not by no means am I trying to be Mr. World Champion or anything. But I used to be really, really scared of competing, and I'd be like, "What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen?" And that was like the first time I stepped on a mat, and I said, "I'm gonna fucking kill this guy," you know. And it was, it was a surprising feeling because it was such a change from what I'm normally doing when I compete. And I was just, I was so proud of myself, and then. Nice. Shakes my hand after. He's like, "Hey, you hope hope your uh, ACL feels good tomorrow." And I was like, "Oh, oh yeah. cool." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was very happy with myself after that one.
0: Yeah, that's huge because he probably just immediately felt the difference. So, oh shit, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. And yeah. then I
3: competed like so much that year, and I felt so much better at the end. Of, at like, I did Masters, at, Master Worlds after that, oh, and it was just like a different, different feeling. You know, like, competing changed for me that day.
2: Wow. Do you Great think? Bro it's uh it's interesting like the thoughts that sounds like it goes through your eyes' heads before you compete you know like the type of self-talk that you have do you think like i wonder if it's like the more experience that you have the more that you develop your skills the the more confident your self-talk is or it just depends on the date like are you ever like aware of how you're going like how you're talking to yourself before you mm. like compete and do you notice
5: you know um i think for me personally it's not like oh yeah look at you fucking handsome fuck like, <laughs> you, know, like you got <laughs> How you, like you player. like yeah you should win you know it's not like that <laughs> it's just like it's
4: <laughs> it's more
5: like ah oh, whatever like i'm just whatever happens happens mm-hmm. and um like fuck it you know like
2: mm-hmm. um you don't let like the warrior like you know like that it like the doubt like come in those thoughts like are you like aware of like when you start thinking like of all the things that could go wrong
5: Mm, i do like uh, i haven't competed in a while but when i do compete the biggest thing that i worry about uh more than losing is just getting really injured um first yeah. yeah there are guys who just you know they do it for the glory and you know and then they'll think about they'll paying the price later but I want to be comfortable in my body when I'm older. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, managing a lot of aches and, you know, because you get a lot of chronic injuries doing any type of athletic endeavor. And, you know, it's not pleasant when you're going to sleep and, like, you can't quite get that quality sleep because, you know, you got a bulging disc in your neck and it's just radiating, you know, pain down your arm. And it's like, fuck, i got to deal with this forever. Dang. And, you know? um and so you know for me personally that's that's the biggest thing i worry about i don't care anymore about losing i mean i do care about losing but eventually you'll get over it yeah um but if you're fairly confident in your skills then you know like and that's why like you know that's why a uh, a lot of my when i train um i think of injury prevention first mm. Um, cause it is, you know, it is a martial art and it, you know, there is an aspect of self-defense to it. And it's like, like, isn't that the whole point of just to protect your body first? Right. Um, and so, yeah, but then, uh, in, in when I enter into these matches, eventually just you're like, you're signed up. Like, what are you going to do? You're not going to show up. Like, you know, you've been doing this for a while. Like, just don't think about it. And just, you know, just, um, just do the best that you can, and like you just—that's all you can hope for, right? Because mm. um, no amount of stressing out is going to change the outcome. If anything, it's going to take away your energy that you can be using to win, I mean. right? And so, you know, you just try to imagine if you won, what would it look like, and then just try to stick to that to that image.
0: Um, and um,
2: visualize.
0: Do you feel having gone through this journey and becoming a black belt in jiu-jitsu do you have a more natural confidence just moving around the real world knowing that you could more than likely break someone's arm or something mm. if you protect yourself protect yourself reason. like having the ability for self-defense outside of the gym because you carry that with you or
3: I have the confidence to know that I can get away mm. when something mm-hmm. happens like yeah. if someone wants to fight cool you're tough I'm gonna leave mm. Mm to know that I'm okay with yeah. my ability to not have to fight that person. Yeah. And if it does escalate to that level being like, "Okay, I'm going to get you off of me and then get I'll out." Leave. I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, exactly. People that fight don't fight. Mm-hmm. You know? People that try to get in the fights, mm-hmm. they don't stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean, I still I'm I'm getting
5: better at it now, but I still have quite a bit of like social anxiety. Um but it's hard to say, because I've been doing this for so long, so it's hard to remember what it's been like before then.
1: You're like, I've always been
5: a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a unit. Yeah. He's a like, unit. Just, like, how, like, how much, like, it's hard to say like how much more, how much less confident yeah. I would have been had I not done martial arts. So like if I'm at the gym and like there's an asshole there who looks – like he's just there's some guys who just they just look like mm. you know but it could also be how I'm interpreting yeah, you yeah. know
0: but a lot of times they are they oh. yeah <laughs> uh, you get, especially if you've met a lot of people you feel it you're like, mm. you can sometimes you yeah. can feel it from people I
3: could and, smell it on him
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah
4: smelly
1: smell that smelly
3: but so
5: I do smelly. feel like yeah like if ev- you know um, if anything ever happened like I at least have the confidence that like I. It's not like I know nothing, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, but then, it, you, I don't know. Sometimes you never know, like, mm. who, who, you know. So, How are you? Yeah, but I just, I don't think I go around thinking, I actually know, sometimes I look at, like, yeah, I could probably choose. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. But, I probably um, um, but, I, but I think generally, I try not to think of, like, um, I try not to get into that, 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 um, state of mind where like i'm trying to assess the threat all the time yeah Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. um i think you know just having situational awareness goes a long way and i think that's something that a lot of people tend to lack um and so you know if you're just able to pick up someone's vibes it's like you just okay if someone is trouble you just avoid them it's easy Mm -hmm. you know um you know but some people are like a moth to the flames yeah so uh you know that's their thing but uh You know, I'm about cutting
3: drama out of my life and still, yeah, used to love the drama. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When you're young, you're drinking, you're in the bar, drama. Oh, man.
4: Now
0: I'm like,
3: "Mm, I got to go to bed.
4: I'm
0: tired. (laughs) A lot of effort and energy. Yeah. Yeah.
5: After high school, I was a bouncer for about like three or four years. How was that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs)
4: Continue. <laughs> story. I, love it. I have so many oh, yeah, yeah and i
3: think just uh oh you're a bouncer too right yeah, yeah. i bartended for like 10 years <laughs> i'm a black belt uh, in the bar too
5: yeah. and uh i think just like seeing people just act stupid and mm. belligerent all the time you're just like oh like do i am i like that like i just <laughs> you know and so um yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh and then i think also just uh you know there's a lot of conflict growing up in my within the you know my household and so i think just naturally um you know i always uh opt for like de-escalating mm. things and so i think that was just naturally and i think that's just how a lot of uh people from asian cultures are brought up too. um uh, just non-confrontational mm. and uh i think that sometimes we're uh a lot of the uh, social anxiety comes from right is the um you know the aspect of like speaking your mind you know communicating your needs um and you know uh, and potentially upsetting someone right but i think as i get older i start to learn that some people are just going to be upset no matter what you say and you know and so um and i've learned to kind of um you know let that go and uh
0: uh, I tell you on that. I, that's I a huge that's, one. That's been kind of my process as well as not like some like caretaker, you know, not mm-hmm. trying to like step on people's toes or like uh, disappointing, like communicating. I would say because yeah, you don't want to like cause disappointment or you'll get so in your head about like the most simplest shit when yeah. meanwhile.
5: And I think this know, is where a, a huge parallel comes into play with between jujitsu and like just everyday interactions because uh you know you don't want to be reacting to every little thing that mm-hmm. they do right and then you know you just start to get kind of uh overwhelmed mm. um and so uh i think there's definitely a, a parallel in, in in that sense so
0: how's that process of because you said you've been making improvements on it how has that been for you have you been like making a focus effort to try and like i don't know i guess grow or adjust that part of you Because, like, for me, I've been, like, reading a lot of just, like, self-help books, listening to, like, whatever, Mm. therapy podcasts, whatever. I went to therapy sessions, like, Mm. uh, which were probably one of the most helpful things I did in my life, maybe, like, two years ago. And, I don't know, that kind of kick-started this process for me of trying to explore these areas that I felt could work or or could be improved Mm. on. I mean... I, I mean, I have a really
3: weird mentality when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I just have this like super, almost annoyingly positive mindset where no matter what happens, it's like, okay, that happened. Let's find the positive and just like go that way. So it's it's almost like I'm ignoring all the bad shit that happens in life. But at the same time, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm ignoring it. Yeah. I just choose not to dwell on it. It's That's like, okay, cool. I got in a car accident today. But, hey, now I get the rest of the day off from work. So let's, you know, you try know, to celebrate someone. a little bit. Find the
4: yeah. positive. Bad
3: example, but,
4: you know.
0: Yeah. No, but, yeah, I feel you on that. Isn't it interesting the power of decision that we all have and, mm-hmm. like, a, how everyone can choose to react in a moment? For some people, it could be such a simple thing as, oh, maybe they got, like, a flat tire or something. For some people, it, their, their whole week is yeah. fucked up. Yeah. And then yeah. they're like, my whole life sucks mm-hmm. everything. Or you could take it as just like, well, that shit sucks. But then AAA gets you and then you're like, whatever, Mm -hmm. move on through life.
2: Yeah, I've been really, like, fascinated with just, like, the mindset. Like, your personal mindset. Because I feel like whatever your mindset is, is, like, your reality. So if your mindset is, like, always finding, like, things that are going wrong and you're telling, you know, you're telling yourself and you're dwelling on these things that, like, you're angry about like that's your mindset then that's your that's literally going to be your life mm-hmm. so when you're like you know especially however the old, longer
5: you go exactly. on like that it becomes your personality yeah. mm-hmm. So yeah. and you then go, you're just a dick then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah
2: so there's a lot of power with like understanding how what type of mindset you have like living life because i just feel like you don't like i feel like i don't know if people are aware of it but like you know you could have a certain mindset and then when you're like you know, 70 or however old you are. And you're like looking back at your life and you're not happy. It's like, it's cause you, your mindset was to find all the wrong thing, all the things that you thought were like negative and you focus right. on it. And that became your reality. Right. That's, that was your life. So I, I've been kind of like thinking about the whole mindset, you know,
0: you know, concept. Was it impactful for me, just kind of going off that, uh, for a time, one of my broke boy stages in life, I was working at a dollar bookstore so I would see all types of just interesting people come in and one time there's this woman who came in proud to have been like probably late 30s early 40s and I just remember her coming in and she was all just like fired up and she was just like I, so people would just talk to you about their lives just randomly and she was just like you know what I, She was like you know what I made the decision in my life to not be a pushover anymore and she's like I let my whole life people walk over me and she's like I'm you know, I've, I've made the decision for myself that I'm I'm not going to allow that anymore. Because she was telling me about some situation that just happened where she like stood up for herself mm. and was like, "I'm not taking it anymore." And uh, just even at that stage in her life to make the conscious, intentional decision that I want to change this about myself or I want to improve this. It was just a little slice of life moment. That always stuck with me. For I've never forgot that lady ever. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just so fascinating because I'm like, you go, girl. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, she got this. Fuck them up.
2: We have more power, I feel like, in our lives than we think.
0: It's it's the software
3: that you run your computer off of. Yeah. Do you, know? mm-hmm. so you have a shitty computer putting your software in it. Yeah.
2: Upgrade. Upgrade yeah, that upgrade thing. Yeah, upgrade that shit. Yeah. It's almost, it's yeah, it's really interesting because like, You know, we fall into like we're creatures Mm -hmm. of habit, right? So we have like these, you know, this conditioning of our lives to a point. And so it's really interesting when you kind of start like looking at your programming and your conditioning and you start to understand it better. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, okay. That's what that is. Do I want to continue with that programming or do I want to, yeah, do some updates and switch it up?
3: Yeah, when I was when I was really like in the, the big stages of my life, <laughs> 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 to say the least.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. You Do you like um, leak?
3: <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to go to therapy after this.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get Taco Bell now.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go straight to Del Taco after this. Uh, I used to be like super victim mindset. Like everything, everything that happens, hit a pothole, like flat tire went flat whatever it's like why is this happening to me and then when you start reframing life to where like things happen and we're still going through life mm-hmm. you know my life changed around and thing opportunities started happening when you stop having that like why are things happening to me let's go make things happen for life
2: like being Ooh. instead of being reactive you're yeah. Being proactive
3: yeah and it's like shit happens along the way you yeah. know otherwise how boring would life be if you, mm. everything just was fine how
2: did you like get to that point or like you know because like me and killer talking about he had therapy like i'm reading books and podcasts like you know how
3: years you- and years and years of hard work mm-hmm. i'd like so you know how people have those conversations with themselves like you're going to work and you're like man i'm going to get in an argument today with this person mm-hmm. this is what i'm going to say and you start like thinking mm-hmm. of like ar- an argument that is hasn't even happened or may not happen mm-hmm. right yeah. so you like <sighs> you're sitting there sure. like, tensed in your car and then i, I started going like, Wait, why am I doing that? Mm-hmm. And that was like the first step. Crazy. Right? And yeah. then it's just like every time you hear it now in your head, you're like, whoa, 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 stop. Yeah. That's cool. So it's not like you. I just walked through a door one day and I was like,
2: oh, <laughs> ah, yeah, this is great. I'm so yeah. positive.
3: It was like, okay, fuck, man. I feel like shit today. But you know what? I'm alive. Yeah. Let's let's have that gratitude real quick. Talk about the, the three things that I'm super thankful for today. Nice. And then we'll, we'll move forward from there. And then you can... Like, just keep building that momentum and that positivity over time, you know? Yeah, it's,
2: it's like crazy. practice. It's like working a muscle. Oh, it's so yeah. practice. Yeah. It's so
3: much practice. That's
2: really cool. Because um,
3: there's days I have really, mm. really negative days, and then I'm just like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. It's not that fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, that's but really
3: cool. The lights are on. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's great. You are about
0: to say it?
5: No, I think it just kind of goes back to... uh you know, again, just doing jiu for so long, you just learn to stop making the same mistakes over yes. and over, and it, I think this is where that parallel comes into play, right, where it's just like, why the fuck have I been doing it this way for so long, you know, and then, um, but sometimes I feel you just have to, you know, I, I'm trying to live life thinking that, um, you know, in, in a way that things happen for a reason, mm-hmm. right, um, and, if they don't happen for, or at, or at least you have the power to assign it a reason. Yeah. Right? Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, at least that's how I try to anyways. approach. Um, sorry, I'm blanking out no,
4: right I now. Think. I was going to yeah. say,
2: like, you're, uh, it's interesting what you're saying about, like, you know, it's kind of like a reflective sport. Mm. So you're getting in the practice of, like, reflecting on, like,
5: you're, well, because like if you just keep getting your ass kicked over yeah, and over, you're just like, man, this is starting to get not fun. But yeah. at the same time, like I feel this like, you know, there's a lot of potential. So like what is like, what do I have to do? And so, uh, you know, and then so when you're really um, desiring to get better, you know, you get that frustration. And I think just uh, embracing that frustration, too, is what helps um, lead to growth. Because like you're trying to do something you've never done before in a way you've never done it right so it's like how is your brain supposed to just uh you know like how are you just supposed to know how to be good at jujitsu it's like you most often you have to figure out like most of the ways you can't do you know um go about things right yeah um and you know i think that's where you know you just like the concept of exact change comes into mind for me where um you know the answer is not always just bigger faster you know harder and Um, (laughs) (laughs) choice words yeah i don't know yeah (laughs) um oh now i'm just (laughs) um but i you know and i think just um um you know and and, you know i I think also just realizing that your brain is wired for survival and not happiness right Mm -hmm. a lot of times i think if you just forgive yourself for being a certain way for so long because that's the type of person you had to be to get this far but then then your brain you know you come to a point where that person you are is no longer um helping you get by if anything it's now taking away you know and i think this is where people you know start to get kind of suicidal perhaps you know they'll have like an existential crisis and i think this is where like the metaphor of the phoenix is you know very relevant in that you know you just kind of uh you rise from the uh, ashes and you know and 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 like you know in a sense like you're you are trying to like kill a version of yourself Mm -hmm. so that you can become you know and I think that's what helped me get through a lot of times where I felt not so great about life you know and uh, because you hang around with some people who just seem to be enjoying life and you're like man if they can enjoy life why can't you enjoy life either you know and Mm -hmm. so um yeah and so i think it's just um and 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 just like with jiu-jitsu you know a lot of it it's just about learning to like let go Mm -hmm. and just accept what it you know it is what it is Mm -hmm. um because a lot of people who come up in jiu-jitsu they want their jiu-jitsu to look a certain way right they want to be smooth suave and um but
3: um when you
5: but, get
0: to it <laughs> yeah
5: but I think this is very similar to like you know especially with like younger people who you know they're trying to follow the trends you can tell that this person is not an original like they have no original thoughts they're just you know they're just you know trying to regurgitate yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and trying to keep up with the trends and so um, you know and I think just as you get older you just have to learn to like I don't care what my jujitsu looks like anymore yeah. like I'm just going to do it the way I want to do it fuck what everyone else says um and uh and you know and just allowing yourself to have the agency over your own emotions and not let you know uh the external pressures you know influence you and i think that's just um yeah so i'm running out. feels like feels like life you know (laughs) like the
2: sport all the things that you go through jujitsu is life yeah yeah Yeah. it's so interesting actually yeah yeah Yeah. it's amazing
4: what
0: an incredible that i love this whole like actually this whole thing has been really awesome Mm -hmm. i'm so happy that you guys were down to come and talk with us and sit with us
2: i have a quick thought yeah all right last little thing but like uh have you guys seen that um netflix uh i guess movie or whatever it's called a stu with the yeah.
1: Jonah Hill and his own therapist.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, it's really interesting. Yeah, basically he like meets with this therapist. It's like black and white, and he just like kind of gets to know his therapist a little bit. Like like they do like a reverse thing, and um, one of the things that they said uh, was, you know, those older like versions of yourself. Mm. You know, it's so like easy to, uh, you know, feel any type of way about that your past self, right? You know, you can like be ashamed of it or you could, you know, not really like the things that you did or this or that. Um, But he was like, he did this exercise with the therapist and was like, you know, imagine um, imagine like you can go back to that person and like give them a hug. Like you can like embrace that version of yourself that you so much want to kind of hide away because it's like that version of yourself is always going to be a part of you. So you pushing it away is almost like denying a piece of yourself Mm -hmm. and so i just thought it was super interesting sometimes i'll go through that even now i've I've been like reflecting a lot like since you know especially like the pandemic and everything and i'll think about just some of the experiences i've had and like you know times that maybe i'm not too excited or thrilled about but Mm -hmm. then i imagine myself like myself now like if i were to like i kind of imagine going back to that that version of myself and and just like having more compassion towards that that image or whoever you know i just imagine like where i was and everything unconditional
5: love yeah for and mm-hmm.
2: just kind of like embrace that person because that person probably need needs that like the most and i just thought that was like an interesting exercise and yeah i just wanted to share that because sometimes i'll think of things you know recently and i'm just like ooh, ooh uh, yeah i probably got to do that Push. better uh, yeah. oh, but. <laughs> uh, but then i'm like but then the the follow-up is like i need to like Okay, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so, so, you know, self compassion, or like you gotta love yourself. But yeah, that's my little two cents. Beautiful. <laughs>
0: uh, I just wanted to see if did you guys have any final questions for our guests, or did you guys have any present me? Yes, you guys have any any final any questions you'd like to ask? Is there anything that you guys would like to share?
2: Any uh, pieces of your you know, you have the floor story, or anything else that you'd like to?
3: I don't know, I think, uh. Just remind everybody to be a little nicer to each other. Yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, work. yeah. You heard it don't first. be that guy. Don't that be that Or girl. Don't be scared to try jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those yeah. people out there that are just like, I want to try something. It will be the best thing that ever happened. Not even jujitsu, martial arts,
4: mm.
3: or the gym, or
4: whatever At least you want to give it yourself. a try.
3: Yeah, just yeah. go out and try it.
5: Um, it's not for everybody, but it's you definitely should try it. And And it's like finding
2: finding a therapist, you gotta find the right gym too, right? Like, if the first one didn't work out, maybe like...
3: I've I've been talking about it a lot, it's like, don't just go to that one next door, Mm -hmm. because odds are, it might not be the best one, you know? Go to that one that's a couple blocks down, try that one, go try the other one, go try that one, go try that one, go on Groupon, go on all the places, go find the spot, don't just settle for some guy that's gonna teach you bullshit, go try everything. Right, because then you go to that first one, you are know, like, place is dirty or whatever, and then you just get put off forever. Mm. Go try.
0: I'm gonna come here. I'm gonna try it. Do we'll it! Yeah,
5: I'll come here. Are you guys all from Los Angeles area,
0: or? So, I live in, uh, K-Town. I'm in Brea.
5: Oh, you're in, okay, oh, you're closer. I'm
0: closer, okay. yeah. And this guy, he's a nomad. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, if you, uh, I'm gonna plug a Little Tokyo Fight Club. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tell us about a Little Tokyo Fight Club.
3: Uh, Is it in Little Tokyo? It's in Little
5: Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Is it a fight club? It's. Uh,
0: What's the first rule? It's, it's yeah.
5: It's. it's when well, he's talking about it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it not that good. rule. <laughs>
5: it's a club where we kind of fight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just uh, for me, um, I'd heard about Little Tokyo Fight Club out when I was in Florida. I met uh, Mark. You, know Mariko? <laughs> oh, No. You
4: no? Know?
5: Okay. Well, she told me about it. Um, so I had some awareness of it and then uh then I met these guys at Kondikoma and then um uh, I think back in November-ish and then they invited me over mm. and uh and when I went like first of all uh the have you ever been there? Not yet. Not yet. Um you know it's a, it's much different than your it's not even a
1: gym. It's it's a superet, I guess. Um, it's yeah. kind of like a Korean convenience store on the bottom and upstairs is like a coffee roastery, but mm-hmm. James Choi, who, uh, is the owner of Cafe Bill kind of ripped out the seating mm-hmm. and laid down like these tatami mats with like a, bench. I love it. Yeah, And it's kind of a nice, like hidden jujitsu club. Mm. And I think I the, the thing about it is that like, people who love jujitsu love to do jujitsu not in gyms so it's kind of like got this very like free space kind of free space cult like following kind of mythological you know uh lore about it and then it gets packed yeah it's it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a community and i mean that's how i met him and you know um kind of like the other uh lieutenants of of uh the fight club uh, but yeah, yeah. T- tell me more about it from your perspective of finding it and learning about it. Um, well,
5: first of all, uh, when I had went, I'd, you know, there's a lot of Asians there doing jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So I thought in that was of, In Little Tokyo? In Tokyo. <laughs> Tokyo. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they don't, you know, at the time, they didn't get a lot of black belts coming over. Mm. And so when I'd went there, I think they were in awe. And so when I... When I was rolling, um, everyone stopped what they're doing and they're oh. recording me. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> stressful, That's a lot of friends. So yeah. stressful. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm just like, I felt like a rock star. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, know, I'm going to come like back. Yeah, I'll <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> jujitsu, both of you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep coming back here, you know? And um, but I mean, uh, other than that, I, you know, um, there is um, something about seeing other you know like especially there was a lot of koreans there because mm-hmm. jeans toy and i think just you know when i had started jiu-jitsu back in 07 jiu-jitsu was such a fringe thing and it's still kind of a fringe sport i i feel um you know i don't think we're quite mainstream yet um but you know as soon as i uh caught the bug for jiu-jitsu i felt like this is going to be like there's something special about this um and, uh, you know, there's a lot of times where I kind of doubted what I was doing, right? Because uh, back then, jiu-jitsu was much more associated with uh, um, MMA, um, you know, especially like old school UFC where, uh, you know, it was much more grunge. Um, and, uh, you know, and then fast forward, you know, uh, 18 years and now I'm at uh, Yoboseo and it's like we're like in a nice space mm-hmm. and then... You know i'm seeing a bunch of people who look like me loving jujitsu you know and and growing up you know my dad would be like why do you do this you know this is bullshit. what you're doing like it's like you're not gonna make any money yeah and uh you know i think he he has his his heart was in the right place you know Mm. he wants to you know but um and so it was definitely like one of those moments where it felt validating um it's all that time and energy i spent into doing jujitsu um And so that was another aspect and then i think also just uh the concept of little tokyo fight club was something very new and fresh to me and and i think on top of that um, just being nestled in little tokyo and learning about how much of a community um, little tokyo was you know just kind of resonated with um a lot of things i've been thinking about especially especially after covid you know everyone's starting to get polarized and you know isolated and i just feel like you know maybe i don't know like i i think about like what is my life purpose you know and i feel like oh maybe this is something kind of that will help me get closer to that which is um you know uh something where people come together and and just you know um for anyone who's never, anyone who's doing jujitsu right now who's never been to Little Tokyo Fight Club, I'd invite you guys to come over and check it out. Because, you know, just because it, um, there's much more of a social aspect to it, where there's a lot of people who show up and they're not even intending to train. They just wanna, you know, like, you, you show that's up. Cool. And you don't yeah. even train, but you just show I up I and, just, you know. I just come and say hi. Yeah. yeah.
1: Shake some hands. Yeah. yeah. And how's, how's it going? And they're, like, they're like, hey, we got, we got some extra geese. I'm like, no, 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 I'm still, still, <laughs> still <laughs> injured. Still I injured. I got this I got this but thing, spine. it's, uh, you know. It's, I can't touch my hands behind my back, so that's, that's the rule, <laughs> you know. But yeah, no, I, I stop in and I show up, but I always see, like, just I, I end up chatting with people and see like they come from as far as like San Juan Capistrano. they yeah. like like make it all uh, all the way up to little Tokyo on a Sunday wow. and they kind of like they flock. Yeah, is yeah the, one
5: of the, our instructors, uh, James, he comes from, like, Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Oh, yeah, just yeah. A, yeah. a little deep. Yeah. So people make that migrate, you know, just because... Yeah. Um, I have a hard enough time going to 7-Eleven. <laughs> <call it. laughs>
0: yeah. Where mm. can people... F- is there, like, an Instagram page or a website? Yeah, you can or? find
5: uh, you can find Little Tokyo Fight Club on Instagram. You just type in Little Tokyo Fight Club.
0: Dope. Um, and... Uh, meet on particular days or...
5: um Yeah, so before it was just on Sundays so we have a 6 pm class that I teach and then following that we have a 7 p.m open mat um, and we just started uh doing memberships now um so before it was like open to the public um and I think now I don't know what we're where we're going with that I think maybe like once a month we're gonna do like a like a public open mat but uh, but still if uh, you can still you know feel free to stop by and just mention my name and you know It's not like we're gonna you know if you show up. We're not gonna say like oh, you're not a member, you no. know um, You know you can come and and uh, you know train um, with us and um, uh, I'm do you ever okay? So I'm a total tangent here because sometimes I'm interested in starting a podcast Do You yeah. ever just like listen to what you're saying and then yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah how do you how do you
0: for us it was just experience because we this is probably we're on episode 157 we potted for like that's like 54 yeah so we potted Mm -hmm. for like it's been like two and a half yeah pretty much close Uh, to three years and uh i think you kind of just develop because it's just like a muscle Mm. and so this definitely made us all better communicators but if you listen to like our earlier mm. first year of podcasting, we're all just talking over mm. each other. No, you like, you notice throughout this episode and you guys did excellent too. Um, just no interruptions. Like, you know, we, and that took a two years time. to develop, yeah. you know, yeah. like, cause naturally, especially if you are certain topics or certain guests are on, you have like the inclination to energize and to go up. So you kind of just develop a comfort and a flow. I, I feel like, um, especially Savannah's, crazy bad. developer now she's smooth as butter but there were she would have a lot more times even myself where we would kind of like lose train of thought or maybe like would just kind of not know how to close out you're thinking about who
5: can be listening to this yeah,
0: you know, yeah. i just think for that, what if obama's listening right? yeah <laughs> what it, so that is just like i almost just push that out of my mind mm-hmm. and focus more on i listen to every pod that we do and I try to listen to it as a piece of entertainment that i have it like it's not even though i'm hearing my voice for x amount of time i'm not really listening to myself as myself i'm listening to this as like a standalone piece of content and then i kind of learn based on that so in real time now at the point i can like feel when a conversation's going away or if we need Mm -hmm. to like move it to this or do that. You just mm-hmm. kind of like develop that yeah. the more you listen to the content that you're making. Cause then you can hear like, okay, there was like a 30 minute lull here where mm-hmm. we were just literally talking shit for like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next time let's cut it around two minutes. And so you just kind of, I think the biggest thing I would say is just listen to the episodes you record or listen to what you create and consume it as a listener, not thinking I'm going to hear myself mm-hmm. talk or I'm mm-hmm. going to hear just think like if this was like a piece of content that i heard yeah uh, what do i think about this objectively mm-hmm. and so like me listening i'll be like oh that was funny this is great when we do this that's funny or this is like eh, maybe we should so yeah i think the biggest thing i would say is just listen to the podcast you can mm-hmm. record or listen to the content you create kind of like you just have to have experience yeah crazy almost like uh
3: uh, there's we've been talking about. yeah Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: so you're saying you guys are like black belts yeah Yeah. Yeah. got it yeah Yeah. in the beginning you're like a white belt you're just kind of like trying all these moves trying to be very energetic not really speaking about here and there yeah, yeah each other kind of talking over each other but now it's like much more how i imagine you guys i wouldn't say we're black belts. No, nothing, it's like, yeah. you understand the flow and yeah. the pattern, mm. you know, you try to set up your fellow, um, uh, like podcast mates and the guests for successful conversations, mm. you know, like how you set people up for, um, traps and maneuvers. They can only go one way. Right. So you kind of position them, uh, not so much to submit them, but to be successful mm. in you know, expressing their thoughts and giving avenues of uh, conversation where it highlights, you know, their thoughts and their kind of motives and expresses them like how they are. You know, I think that's what we've kind of developed in all these episodes. And I'm so glad that we could, you know, share that experience with you guys.
0: Yeah, this has been such a wonderful podcast episode.
5: Um, one more shout out uh, just to Chelsea and Felipe for yes. letting us uh, use you. their space. Thank so, you guys man. so
0: much, Chelsea and Felipe. Thank and my mom. So Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you
5: Thanks know, mom. if you guys are in the Costa Mesa area uh, looking to try jiu-jitsu, I'd recommend. This uh, is the spot. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, some gyms are very serious about training. Mm. Some gyms are not serious at all. Mm. And I think uh, Triunfo, I think what's unique about this gym is that it's somewhere in the middle. Um, you know, cuz there's something for everybody here. Yeah, if you're training here every night, you know, you don't want to
3: be hanging around with a bunch of people with the mm. sticks up their asses, yeah. oh. you know. So, I um, spend more time here than I do at home. Oh, yeah. Really? This is. We're here right now. What
4: time
3: is it?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah like right, Eleven. Yeah. That's that's Eleven 9:00. o'clock. Hey, let's yeah. go. Oh my let's God, go. my yeah. mom's
3: gonna be so mad at me yeah. for staying up late. <laughs> the
4: <that's>, meatloaf.
2: The <laughs> meatloaf. <laughs> ah, <laughs> meatloaf
3: Meatloaf.
0: You guys meatloaf? I would love some meatloaf. That's Triunfo yeah. in Costa Mesa. T R I U um, N F O. Guys, it's been a wonderful episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Raúl
5: coming down here too. Yeah.
0: That a, that's the trek. Yeah. Spent I a mean, great time. It Was worth it. This was it's time well spent. Uh, dipped listeners, we love y'all. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed that. And we'll catch y'all next time. We out of here, babies. Did you do the shockers
3: thing? No, but do. Uh shockers? I feel like if I I have to do the shockers. Yeah. <laughs>